Do you still have the gun? No. No, I... I can't. I can't. No, Alicia, I just... I, I can't end up like him. I can't. I don't want to end up like them. I can't. Your mom, your brother, they're all gone. Stop it. This is me. I stop it. Stop it. Away from Charlie. No, I'm not doing it. We're gonna make it out. We're going to make it out. We know it. I mean, we you are. We won't. You know that, so please just do it. Do it. I, I know that you want to. I can't end up like them. I just can't. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. You just see me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 120. 120? Yeah. And that's right, you heard Kim. Kim is back. I am back. Whipping sort your asses of. into shape. You're sort of back. Because you were slackers last week. Yes, we were. <laughs> How would you know? I heard tales. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I saw comments on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, our fans are just a little bit disgruntled. That's okay. Well, hopefully we'll make up for it. I think it's more from watching, uh, more from watching the shows than us. <laughs> <laughs> you think? You know, I think that the, the interesting thing is I'm getting both sides on that. I'm not mm-hmm. hearing any real middle ground. I'm hearing that people either really liked it or really didn't like it. Yeah. For these yeah. first two episodes coming back. So it'll be interesting to talk about I can, I can through see some that. of this. I can see that. I can see that. I think um, since we we missed a couple episodes, probably maybe do a little recap on the season opener. Talk mm-hmm. about a couple points on that before we get into uh, the Sunday night episode, right? Yeah, and are we going to talk about Preacher at all? Probably not, right? Uh, Maybe not tonight, but we will hopefully maybe come back later on, and especially since Preacher's final episode is coming up this weekend, right? Yes, it's on Sunday. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so we we will definitely try to get a uh, podcast out on that uh, show after that next episode at at least, don't you think? Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Is, is anybody cool. out there watching Preacher? <laughs> Based on the ratings, I'm not so sure. Joe Johnson's watching it. He's the only one that comments, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Seth Tillman. And, and Seth. Yeah, there's, I'd say there's probably five or six people that are pretty continuously commenting on Twitter for, for Preacher. And, so. and, and listen, guys, I got to tell you, um, I love Preacher. Yeah. I, I, it's been a great season, and uh, I, it's sad that it's probably dying on the vine right now. But uh, what a great show. It's been excellent. So anyway, we'll get around to talking about it. I haven't had a chance to watch the last two episodes, so... Oh, you'll love I them. I cannot comment, and don't spoil it for me. Well, if we I won't tell having... you anything. I won't tell you anything about Penis Head. Oh, okay. If... All right, so what are you drinking, Stuart? Uh, I am drinking what you are drinking, Kim. Yes, you are. Because it was, 
Because it was $15 a six-pack. What? Whoa. Yeah, it is a Wild Leap Brewing Company Alpha Abstraction Double IPA. It's wow. It's got some punch. Yeah. 8% volume two on the back. Uh, the, oh, I'm sorry. This is actually out of LaGrange, Georgia. Hmm. Okay. Um, Wild Leap is the brewery, which we actually did feature before. I think we uh, tried their Chance IPA at, at Oh, one yeah, point. yeah, yeah, right. I forgot all about that. Yeah, and on the back it says, uh, I want them real thick and juicy, so find that juicy double, quote by Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> the way you read that is very disappointing. <laughs> do you want to give it another one? I was, I was trying to kind of read it way out of context. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then it worked. Does it work? Okay, yeah, perfect. Works. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Nice job. I want job. them real thick and juicy. So nice. find that juicy double. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? That's better. <laughs> all right, so do you like it? It's. I do like it. I think it's pretty good. It's all right. Just all right? Yeah. It's not, Um. I mean, it's It's kind of syrupy a little bit. It is. It's like I mean, a... It's got, it's got some punch, though, right? I don't think so. It's like a low-end punch. You think? Yeah. Just for the flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I we'll, mean, but as far as the alcohol punch, yeah, I mean, we'll, you've tasted we'll, a lot? <laughs> we'll no, find, I don't. We'll find out in about 20 minutes if the punch <laughs> is kicking in for Kim over here. It'll be, it'll me, it'll be me and two people with genuine frontier gibberish. <laughs> yes. Exactly. We'll check in on the punchometer <laughs> shortly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you drinking, Scott? I am drinking. Uh, I went and visited last weekend with my uh, my niece and her friend. We went to the Sierra Nevada Brewery in mm-hmm. um, up near Asheville. Start. We went there. Remember? Yep. The place is incredible. Actually, no. and what's that? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't remember. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, anyway, they had a new beer out. It's called Three Weight Session IPA. Uh-huh. And um, and it's it's absolutely delicious. I love it. It's very good. I I hope I'm going to be able to find more six packs of it because hmm. um, they were only selling it at the brewery there. But it is is delicious. I love the uh, the uh, motto for Sierra Nevada: family owned, operated, and argued over. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> kind of like our podcast. But if you ever get a chance, if you're ever in the Asheville, North Carolina area, and you want to visit an incredible brewery, go visit Sierra Nevada. That thing yeah. will blow you away. It's like a resort. Yeah, it really it's is. It's huge. So, um, yeah, so I'm trying one of theirs, and uh, and I give it th- two thumbs up. Okay, cool. All right, so tonight we're going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead, Season 4, Episode 9, which is the premiere, People Like Us. And we're going to talk about episode 10, Close Your Eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we'll talk about nine first. What did you think of it? I, I Personally, I liked it. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with the... Uh, this, or I liked the concept of the storm coming. Mm-hmm. Because I have thought on occasion that, um, you know, uh, we, we, we have so many systems right now where we can see pretty much anything coming at us. Mm-hmm. Um, not much catches us by surprise, except for like an earthquake or something like that. And we're probably not too far off from being able to see when those are coming to um, the whole cons or the concept of the idea that these people have no clue that anything is coming at them because they have no forewarning. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, a small storm may be actually a hurricane for all you know, 
Yeah. yeah. You know, right. and you have no way of gauging what kind of preparation you need to have. We're That's all used point. to, you know, when they when they say, "Hey, there's a hurricane that's going to hit the East Coast." Everybody's in the store, you know, grabbing all the beer and pretzels that you can get. Um, or is it bread and water? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Are those the supplies you go for? <laughs> that's the one I get. My cart's usually People are getting full. milk and bread, and you're getting beer and pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm ready. I'm ready for the apocalypse. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it is a neat concept to, to think that these people just have to react to a storm based on what hits them. Mm-hmm. They don't have a chance to figure it out. Um, the only thing that kind of bugged me a little bit is, is all the flying walkers. Um, <laughs> it, it did look a little campy to me because, uh, <laughs> Especially you know, the, the rain end. was coming down at a little bit of an angle, but yet the walkers were flying off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> into the wind and all that stuff. I thought that was a little silly, but, but nonetheless, I thought the concept of the episode was really good. <laughs> Just to comment on what you were saying about like no warning. I feel like I kind of had a taste of that this week because where I was, was the Dry Tortugas, which is about 100 miles off of Key West in the Gulf. And we don't have Wi-Fi access or cell phone service. Did you have any jellyfish? No jellyfish. Oh, no. come on, Kim. Sorry, sorry. That's just weak. That's just weak. So we had no warning system, and we just basically had to go off instincts. And there was one night when we were on the beach, and there was a pop-up storm, and we had just gotten there maybe 30 minutes before, and everything was clear, and all of a sudden the storm rolled in, and the lightning was literally on top of us to the point where when it flashed, it seared the image in our head yeah. of the stuff that was around us. Mm-hmm. And it scared the crap out of all of us. And we're on limestone, sandy beach, which electricity can travel through. So we all had to like huddle on top of our bean bags that we were sleeping on. And it was pretty scary to not know how long it was going to stay there or what was between us and safety, which was the Fort Jefferson and mm-hmm. um, it, it was it was kind of nerve wracking. So sure, I like that they did it this way in this episode where the the storm starts out as just a small small rainstorm and then it just builds and builds and builds to the fact to the point where it carries over into the next episode and we get the climax of the storm. So right. I thought that was really cool. The walkers maybe a little cheesy, but I kind of liked it and. Um, there were, there were some points that I thought were really stupid, but I think for the most part, I mean, I like the whole storyline. I like that Morgan is going on another trek, I hope. Really? Yeah. You hope okay. he's going? I hope it actually happens. Really? I hope he, I'm kind of thinking maybe they're going to merge these two shows. You, so you're hoping that Morgan's stay over on, on Fear was just like a, a quick stopover? Well, they said from the very beginning that he could probably go back. Uh, yeah, but it was just too... Uh, that, okay. That's My opinion fast. was when when we find out that Morgan's leaving at the beginning of the show, it really bugged me the rest of the show. I was I, like, why I is have he to leave? agree. Why is he leaving so quickly? That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, My I mean, feeling it, is it, that it made like, the Morgan thing it made the Morgan thing feel like a gimmick. Well, it is a me. gimmick. It is well, a gimmick. Well, but I'm saying, but, but I mean, but it feels like a gimmick now. Mm-hmm. Well, the way were, I see it is that one of the shows is getting ready to go down, right? In a blaze of glory. So they need the character back on The Walking Dead? Well, I feel like let's merge the two shows and have these people working together. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I don't know. Not with all the characters. Like, Luciana can still bite the dust for all I care. Well, they oh, need, yeah. I feel like they need to make it seem like Morgan was going to stay for some period of time. Mm-hmm. Like, he barely even gave these people a chance. 
you know, he finally right. kind of got comfortable with him. Then he's like, okay, I'm out of here. Right. But I mean, he's they not out of there moving on. They still don't know on. anything about him. They still don't know anything about Morgan. I mean, yeah. well, Morgan's that... still, you know, not part of their crew. I thought the idea was, if they're sending Morgan over, is that he becomes part of the show. Now he just becomes a side sideshow that just stepped into the show for a little bit to get viewers from The Walking Dead to come over and watch. Well, that's why I like that Alicia said, why are you leaving? Why right. aren't you staying here? I like I like that we're getting ready to explore that. I think the, a lot I'm of the hoping, audience was saying the exact same thing. Yeah. Right. I'm hoping, though, Kim, in all honesty, I'm hoping that that really was something that, that was meant to make us have this conversation, but that mm-hmm. he's not really leaving. Yeah, that could be true, too. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess you know. I'd be fine with either way, but I can tell you this much. When he said the words, I'm going back to Alexandria, I was right. shocked. Mm-hmm. I, so that worked. I like the fact that you're completely disagreeing with me on this. Because it's making me look at it in a completely different light because it was really ruined <laughs> that show for me. I was like, why the hell? Huh. Right. It, it felt what? cheap. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it, it, it seemed like a really bad uh, writing move that he would leave that quickly. And... and and then he, you know, he's trying to get uh, John to go with him, and John's going through this whole explanation. Like, you don't know what's out there. It's like, of course he knows what's out there. He just came halfway across the country right. through what's out there. He so knows he, what's more. He knows more out about what's out there than anybody does. He might have right. been crazy Morgan at that point, but right. still, right, right. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're right. I mean, um, I, don't get me wrong. I could see Al being on The Walking Dead. I think she would be a great character to incorporate into that because, you yeah. know, she's she's kind of an independent. Um, the reporter aspect of it and all would be a really cool fit on The mm-hmm. Walking Dead. Um, but I'm enjoying Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't want to take away from that show. Mm-hmm. And and I think Morgan is I, I want I want Morgan to become more involved in them. I want them to learn more about Morgan. And so forth, and have Morgan care about learning more about them. I, one thing I'm a little tired of with these with this uh, these episodes and so forth is the characters not really revealing themselves very much. I mean, I'm, I'm a little tired yeah. of of um, oh, who is it? Uh, June. June. Yeah, being protective yeah, so, of, of yeah, their background. Yeah, I mean, still not opening up to anybody, even mm-hmm. though now we've gotten down to what her real name is and so forth. I mean, come on. <laughs> There's no reason to be so cagey anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. It's not and like people are going to be looking with, up your name. Same thing with Al. I mean, none of these people <laughs> actually, actually, you know, open themselves up to anything at this point. I get it early on, but I'm I'm getting a little bit to the point right now where I'm like, come on, just, you know, let's find out something. And it's weird that when at the start of the season we had uh, John, Morgan, and Al that we thought were like a cool little trio. Yeah. And now it's down to John, which I don't mind. I like John a lot. I think he's a great character. I think he's one of the best characters on the show, but it's like, man, we're losing like everything. What do you mean it's down to John? They're all still there. No, I'm saying Morgan and Al are ta- talking about leaving. Oh. Well, yeah, if before they were we get to too, too deep into this discussion, what did you think about that episode? I just, I already told you. Okay. Yeah, right. it bothered me. The Morgan thing bothered me. Okay. Yeah, so that that was kind of a, especially for it being the, um, not season opener, but the mid-season opener coming back, I felt like. And then, yeah, the the walkers at the very end, especially the ones, like, when they just started hitting the truck, 
and none, yeah. no other debris was flying by. Like <laughs> that was pretty silly. Like that's true. Not, not a you. stick or anything. And then you see like one jump and then another one. They're obviously jumping off a platform right next to the truck and hitting right. at the same spot. Mm-hmm. And then you got like the other guy that falls in front and he like gets up and he's kind of like, hey, and then he blows away. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of reminded me of the Talking Dead thing when they they announce like the ones that have died or or no when memorium? they no it's not the memorial it's when they it's when they do like the like yeah, presented the, to you by Geico and you oh, they yeah. go like the walkers going Rrr. yes yeah it, that's what it reminded <laughs> exactly. me was that camping <laughs> that's true that's yeah. true so that that part was was cheesy I mean everything else seemed pretty good I, I re- actually liked the um them sh- they kept showing the barometer. Yeah. And it kept mm-hmm. changing, so yes. you knew the storm was coming. Yes. I thought that was a cool old gimmick. And the yep. intro was cool too, with the storm. Yeah, intro was true. Walkers walking yeah. across yeah. the field. They did. The... Yeah, and even even things like um, yeah, they they showed a lot of ominous things, like the even the windmill spinning. Yeah. Yes. Yep. When the, the wind was gig. kicking up and so forth. Yep. Um, right. I agree with you. I think that was good. Kim, what did, what was your impression of that episode? I mean, just in general. I mean, what did you think? I liked it. Mm-hmm. I mean. I I think I might have liked it even better than this next one. I'm not sure. They're kind of kind of neck and neck. But I like that I like seeing everybody's story at one time. I don't like the character specific episodes so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um and I really liked that Morgan I think Morgan does care about these people, which is why he was asking mm-hmm. each of them like I totally come with agree me. with you there. I and, totally and agree. And the fact with you that there. he was having to search them out in order to do that. Mm-hmm. But then also that he took time to help Alicia uh, help that guy at the factory or whatever it was mm-hmm. and right. and and potentially put his life and his journey at risk in order to do that. So well, I, I like that Morgan is still that person who wants to help people. And Al did the same thing though, yeah. right? I mean she did right. the same thing when she went to go help June. Right. Right. And I and I agree with you. And the one thing actually I liked about Morgan in this is even though he kept talking about going somewhere this was the most lucid Morgan we've seen in a long time. Yeah. Because uh, this was the this was the Morgan who was talking about Rick and the fact that Rick had told him, hey, eventually you're going to come to your senses and you're going to realize you need people. Mm-hmm. And Morgan's lucid now. He's thinking and he's thinking, you know what? He's right. And I really want him to know that. Yes. Which and, makes me think that Morgan's mm-hmm. not going to get back to The Walking Dead until after Rick's dead. Yeah. I agree. If that so he's going to miss that opportunity. And then he's going to turn right. into crazy Morgan that wanders around clearing things again. He's going to say, yes. why did I even bother? Right. But I also like that Morgan's character, it's almost like a second coming. Because mm-hmm. he, he's, he returned, well, he's, I guess he's been back to The Walking Dead three times now, but that, that first time that he really came home and he came back into the fold of everybody... About the time when the wolves are around and so right. forth. Right. That was kind of yeah. a happy accident. This mm-hmm. one is intentional. Like, he understands yes. now that he needs these people. They are his friends. And they are the people who are going to have his back when the going gets tough. Mm-hmm. And he needs them. And I love that about him. But and he I recognizes think... these people as people who fit that mold also. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. He yep. sees that there is good in the world. It's not just this little isolated pocket of people in Alexandria, Virginia. Like there are people everywhere that could be brought in into this community and and have a positive impact on the way that the community plays itself right. out. Right. So that's really cool to see that there are good things in this world. 
I just find it weird that he's so easily leaving them. I don't think well, it's easy for him. Well, he's like, oh, I'm going to leave him tomorrow. Well, you've got to cut, you know, break, the, <laughs> take that Band-Aid off quick, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just get it done. I, I, The only characters I didn't care for in that episode were uh, Strand and Lucy. Same. Um, Agreed. I, Agreed. I thought that was, you know, kind of lame. They kind of they kind of dismissed them in essence. I mean, yeah. well, you know, what what was their purpose for this episode? Right. To drink and listen to music it, in a vegetative I mean, state. Lucy, I guess, was to try and drive home how depressed she is that she lost Nick. Right. right? Lucy so, is I, Lucy's just a bad character. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. That, I, that no, is just no a apologies bad needed. I don't like her. I, no, I, I I just don't think it's a very it's not a deep character at all. No. Mm-hmm. And um, I I just. She's cannon fodder. She's a red shirt as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Strand still has the potential of being very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like they're minimizing Strand's role right now. Mm-hmm. Because Strand was a driver. Strand was was um, one of the driving plot lines in the show. And really, he's kind of a sideshow right now. I think he's taking a backseat to Morgan. But, but I do think, I mean, I was happy to see them pair him up with um with john to go out after charlie yeah um because i do feel like that that they were trying at least in the end there and i hopefully in the episodes to come they were trying to draw the old strand out a little bit yeah yeah well well and that maybe that's why i mean maybe that's why morgan has to go because he's overshadowing the other characters too that's true Mm, i don't know i don't see that well, they're definitely not writing well for Strand right now. No, no, to they're give not. him any like prominence in the. In I the don't show. think that's a Morgan thing though. That, that to me that doesn't that that's not Morgan's impact on Strand. I think that's just his character being minimalized. Um, as they, I, it's it, you know, the only character that they've enhanced from the previous show has been Alicia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's the only one that they've enhanced. The other well, characters have been kind of pushed to the side. Well, I guess what I'm saying is you've got that you've got that relationship between Morgan and John. Right. And your only way you're going to get John to start having a relationship with the other group is to start, you know, get Morgan out of there. Right. You know, cuz they're kind of relying on I guess the thing that I was complaining about before, you're kind of relying on that trio to kind of carry it. So you got to peel those sure. people away to let the other characters evolve a little bit more. Right. But um right. Yeah, I don't. Strand was. Uh, okay, I don't one, believe I, for a minute, Stu, that they're all separating. You know that that John and June. Okay, well I'll drop that. Going, I'll stop talking about it then. No, 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 no. What I mean is, I think it's a feint. I don't think they're. I, I, you know, I don't think that they're really planning on in this show separating all these characters. Now, don't no, get me wrong. I think they will. Just, just like in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I don't think that you know the whole thing about John and June going back to the cabin and so forth. I think they're rolling that idea around, but I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. I think um, they'll stay with them. When we're talking about uh, Strand and uh, Luciana, what is the deal with them talking, finishing each other's sentences? Like, they did that thing, the same thing when they were being interviewed by Al. They kept yeah, popping right. between the people, and right. they were finishing their entire, they were like, had an entire narrative where they were just like, Boom, 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 boom. I think they, they were the just exact... trying to show the closeness of the characters. Okay. Were they I, doing I, I, that this they episode? D- they did it again with yeah, Strand and Luciana with... when, when Morgan was there. Mm-hmm. And, he, and they were talking. Remember Morgan to... was trying to convince him to come along and Strand was sitting in the seat. See? And he's uh, like, I, I do not feel like going on another right road now. trip. I 
know. So that shows so that's how close how, y'all are. That's how close we are. Scott just finished <laughs> my sentence right now. Yeah. That's because <laughs> my mouth's around it. Yeah, Morgan is Morgan is saying, well, why would we do go on such a foolhardy, foolhardy road adventure? Trip. Oh, yeah, road trip. I've been on quite a few road trips. Well, that yeah. that scene actually annoyed the crap out of me because I know that, but that the that vehicle, that way that they do that narrative, that annoys me. That they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, because they're telling two different stories, and you've got to jump back and forth between the two different stories as they're talking. It's like just let one person finish, and then you can feel free to have the floor, yeah. say everything you need to say about how you're depressed about Nick. Right. And then they turn around, you know, then they turn around later in the episode and talk about the fact that um, uh, what are we searching for? What are we trying to do in this world? You know, what what is out there for us? And Strand's yeah. kind of like, well, I'm thinking the same thing, but I'm going to enjoy myself while I ponder this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so now you're finding out that the that they're not just giving up and hanging out in this this uh, this place that they're actually contemplating what else they should be doing with themselves. Well, because they're Strand's sitting on his ass drinking wine all the time, so right. he has nothing right. else to do but try exactly. to think about exactly. what the hell are we gonna do. Yeah, I I just I I I do feel that both uh, Strand. I honestly feel like Morgan's not going anywhere at I really all. Do. I think that all that was a big feint. You don't think that, he's gonna leave at all? Not for not now. Well, you know what they they have new characters that are gonna show up, so maybe. Their hand mm-hmm. is his hands forced on that, and he has to he has to stay and help them. Because I mean, they were in this episode, right. like we did point out, both Al and Morgan, even though they were on a mission to do something else, stayed to help people, right? You know, just because they needed help. So, right. you know, maybe they exactly. they're, maybe they're given a hint at that mm-hmm. that they're gonna stay because, hey, this crazy group of people comes up and starts trying to take all their shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just kind of, I, I, I had a feeling that, to me, it just kind of seemed to be too, like you said, at first I was discouraged to hear it, and then as I thought about it, I was kind of like, no, you know, I wonder, I guess us being podcasters and breaking this stuff down as much as we do, I kind of felt like they want people to talk about this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily happening. Yeah, you could be right. And and so, and by the end of the thing, I think, like you said, Kim, when uh, when you talked about Alicia questioning Morgan about leaving, that kind of changed the whole thing. That kind of flipped the stuff because Morgan's narrative was about Alicia needs to be there for them. Mm-hmm. And Alicia shot back and said, why are you not there for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That was and powerful. That, that flipped the whole that flipped the whole um, agenda there. Yeah. So paradigm. I, and the paradigm. Yep. Paradigm. Which I think is why she ended up running away and was like, I got this. I don't need you to help me when he was wanting her to seek shelter. Right. But she realized that's not right. And we'll talk well, about that. Yeah. But, you know, another thing I liked about this episode is that, and it kind of flo- follows or flows into the, the second episode, is that there was a lot of forgiveness that happened. Mm-hmm. Between the characters in these two episodes with... um. Charlie and Alicia, Morgan and everybody, um, yeah. Luciana and Charlie, more uh, what's his face, um, Strand and Charlie. You know, lots of lots of things going on right. there for people to interact with each other and realize that they do need each other. So that was really cool to see that mm-hmm. they could they could move past the drama and right. the incredible hurt that they had had in the past. 
I did think it was interesting that, um, you know, they found this big, huge hacienda that was very nice, and yet Morgan chooses to live in the back of a truck, mm-hmm. and June and John are living in a school bus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, even Alicia's in the garden shed. Yeah, yeah Alicia yeah. was in the shed, not in the big house. I, 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 I'm sorry. I just didn't get that. I, I think the reason, part of the reason is that is to keep you humble. Because if you get too complacent in a big house like that, you're not going to have your guard up when, like, yeah, but Luciana, to me the, that, that walker comes in the house and she has yeah. no clue that it's even there. But, but to me, though, Kim, to me, what I didn't like about it, though, is I want to see them pull together as a group. Mm-hmm. And to me, it made them seem more fractured. Well, I think that's the point. Uh, yeah, they have to go right. through that in right. order to get to where they are now. Yep. Or going to be. I was hoping, though, after after the end of the uh, the the first half, that we would see them pulling together when they came back. That's kind of what I was expecting. And then I didn't expect to come back after a period of time and see that they're all kind of fractured all over the place and still not talking to each other about, you know, anything of any substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you notice they all stayed close to each other. So yeah. they needed their mm-hmm. space, but they didn't want to be too far away from each other because they knew that in case there was danger, the other people were close well, by. Well, and then you got John and June who have Charlie with them. So yeah. right. they don't want Charlie around Strand. That's a good point. That's a good that's point. Alicia, true. because they yep. would probably kill her. Yes. Yep, that's a good point. Well, Lucy would. Yes. I think the other two, we've moved past that. Yeah, so so there were some, there were some good intriguing uh, storylines going on in that first first show and um well i have a question about june yes what the fuck okay <laughs> that's all i have to say her little I don't know like how to answer that when she I was really talking <laughs> talking to al and she's like i i don't want to say this to john but um i he wants right. to go back to the cabin and i'm not sure i want to do that and i want i don't want him to know who i really am like he fell in are love you with laura kidding me he fell in love with laura but i'm not laura yeah well like, I think it's time that y'all have a little discussion and figure out who you are and let him know who that person is and see if you want to be together. Yeah. Well, isn't that what Al pretty much says? Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Even more simple. June, get over yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Stop I mean, lying about everything for one thing. Well, just get over it. Just roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that who was cares? so annoying. I agree. That that to me was just kind of like, and the fact that you know here's Al trying to get her to open up, and she just gives her the staring contest. Um, yeah. I was kind of like at that point, I was just kind of like, you know, where was the? It was at a point that Al says something like, um, you know, something about you know if you open up, you'll feel better or yeah. whatever like that. It and could then, help. Um, Would it? Help? It could help. Yeah. And then June just still stares at her, and she's and then when she she says something <laughs> like, well. Uh, you know, just keep that in mind. I was kind of like, oh, come on. Yeah. I know. People, we don't have time for this mess. Like, you're right. in an apocalypse. You got survival things that you need to be doing. You only have an hour of tele- TV. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get over it. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, moving on. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of moving on, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we will go into the uh, second episode. Okay. Okay, sounds good. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Don't know why 
There's no sun up in the sky Stormy weather All right, so we're back. Um, I think we want to get into the second episode, which was Close Your Eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think it was actually called Alicia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was. You know, I, 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 I got to say this. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start off with my opinion of this, of this episode. Okay. Okay? Wow. I, okay. Um, you... Uh, you guys know from listening to me, the standalone episodes are kind of hit or miss with yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love the Cheesemaker, but there were several others I really didn't like that much. When I first watched this one, the first time I went through it, not a happy camper. <laughs> I, I can agree with camper. you on that, too. It changed for me the second time I watched it, though. Exactly. Second time I went through it. I really appreciated the acting mm-hmm. yeah. that was happening. This it was a little bit of a slow episode. Don't get me wrong, but what um, th- the, those two characters did on that standalone episode was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Especially Charlie. Yeah. I was going to say that at the end. Well, no, even Alicia. Alicia's oh, yeah. character was fantastic in her acting in that. I mean, she she went a full range with stuff. But I think the surprising thing was how good Charlie was, especially at the end. There, yes. when she yeah. breaks mm-hmm. down. And she's yeah. telling her to shoot yeah. her. That was like mm-hmm. an extremely emotional scene when they're in the down in the basement getting flooded yep. out. Yep. So yeah, that was good. It was. Um, yeah, I mean, I entered that episode thinking, "Oh God, Charlie, really? Are you yes. kidding me? Oh my God, shoot me!" I left um, the episode the first time thinking, "Shoot me." <laughs> yeah, I think I think you and I even exchanged that yeah. text. Oh, shoot me. We may have um, been driving each other's opinion on that one, unfortunately. Yeah, maybe but, so. Yeah. <laughs> It was it but, actually the second time it was very good. So if you haven't watched it a second time, if you didn't like it the first time, I I would definitely suggest watching it again. And once again, I am the opposite of y'all. Kim watched it a second time and hated it. No, I didn't hate it, but I did find myself scrolling through Facebook, looking at my emails. Really? I was quite bored. Really? Yeah. I'd yeah I'd say the the first run through on both uh, episode nine and ten, I was like. Wow, this is really not picking up where it left off <laughs> for the series. And but after watching them again, I was like, "Oh, okay. Now this is actually the, I think they did pretty good development." Except mm-hmm. for Strand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I think that I, I agree with you, Scott. The standalone episodes general genuinely I I or generally I I don't really care for too much. Uh the right. ones that were Morgan was developing his character seemed to work real well and that was about it. Right. Um right. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I think giving this one a, another chance, I think it was it was good. I think it was fine, mm-hmm. and I didn't really yeah. miss out on what was going on with the other people too much. No, the second time around, yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, um, right. I mean, it it definitely resurrected itself with me the second time around, and I, and I think it was because after the last one where there was so much going on, um, I kind of was expecting that this time, and when I when they laid it out in a plate at the beginning that this was going to be strictly a Charlie and Alicia episode, that's not what I wanted to see. Yep. That mm-hmm. was not not the characters I really wanted to see gelling. I wasn't real happy. I, I was getting a little tired of Alicia and her manic thing. Even though, I gotta say, it's how you would react if you went through what she went through. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it's not it it, it it got a little tiring just because she's always, you know, freaking out about everything. But you know what? I mean, it actually makes a lot of sense. And it was good to actually get Charlie into the story in some meaningful way other than being some, you know, sideshow that brings disaster to everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, with Alicia, it was really cool to see the argument that was happening in her head about, mm-hmm. I really want to kill you, but I can't send you out into this storm because I would be a horrible person. I really want to be like my mom, but I'm having a hard time being that type of person. Mm-hmm. And just keep going back and forth with the way mm-hmm. she was. And she to really be. went back and forth. I mean, yeah. I mean, she came close to, to killing extremes. that kid twice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then to see Charlie, who barely speaks the entire episode until the very last part. Right. And to act everything with her facial expressions and crying and just her, her actions was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that was awesome. Yeah, the whole story about her parents, her the whole story about her parents and so forth was was pretty strong. I really thought though that the the best acting in the episode was when Alicia when they were in the basement and Alicia could not shoot her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she, and Alicia broke down. Yeah, I like that. I, part too. I thought that was that was an, that was a strong scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even the scene where Charlie goes out onto the porch and starts yeah. to offer her arm to that walker that's impaled in the tree. The branch walker. Yeah. Um, the pole I, walker. Pole walker. <laughs> that's what we called him. It was the, the pole, pole walker. walker. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought that was really strong, too. Walker on a stick. It was pole dancing. Y'all are bad. Walker Shut on a stick. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> Stop talking. Sorry, Kim. Sorry. She had a bit of like a smirk on her face like let's just see what happens but you could tell she didn't really want to do it because if you really wanted to do it you'd just stick your finger in somebody's mouth right who had a smirk on her face charlie charlie oh i didn't i don't know if i noticed the smirk there was a bit of a smile okay but and she started to get closer and closer and then he starts grabbing her and that's when alicia pulls her backwards Uh so it's like yeah she wants to kill herself but not now one thing that Stu and i did say at the time is is why in the hell did they not go out there and kill that damn walker? <laughs> well, I mean, he was point. outside the window the whole time. Yeah. Rawr, 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 rawr. Right. You know. Especially when Alicia's like, you can't be up here. Because right. obviously if you're up here, you're going to try to kill yourself by putting your finger in his mouth. Oh, that was the thing that was bothering me, unfortunately, was this whole storm is going on the entire time. So loud out there. Why the hell would the walkers be trying to get in the house? I Nothing know. was right. happening in the house. Aren't they attracted to noise? Aren't they attracted to movement? All this other stuff. And it's all going on outside the house. Why would they be Well, supposedly the they got drawn to the house with the with they were nailing the shutters down. Yeah, but they were nailing yeah, the shutters down and then they ago. were like, you know, mm-hmm. playing games and eating soup and then like a couple hours later it was like, come on, the walkers are still it's like the same three walkers are outside, like <laughs> <laughs> let us in. What did you what did you think about the um it took me a little while to kind of grasp what was going on, but the scene with um, Alicia when she opened up the flue to the uh, fireplace and the bird fell out, the dead bird. I, I was trying to figure out what the hell it was. I mean, I was it guessing was, it was a bird, but yeah, it was, I, I she just kind of broke down, right? Because it was, yeah. Uh, it was another I think example it was, of her not saving somebody. Well, no, no. I think it was, I think it was the Amina story. It wasn't oh, that the bird. the the bird that they saved. 
and oh. that her mom talked about on the video. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay. Ooh. And I think that's because she says something to her mom, you know, you know, I, I couldn't save him or something like that. All right. Well, that's you a know. stretch. That's cool. reaching back, yeah. buddy. Could yeah, be well. true. Reaching back but in I, that brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's back there. Catalog. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I that's what I kind of thought it was It was referencing is because she was kind of talking to her mom about the fact that they, that they couldn't save this bird. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. That's a good point. I figured it was just that the bird fell and... It looked like it had been dead already. Yeah, it was. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but when she saw the bird, she was like, "I just, I can't do anything right." That's what I felt. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe there's a, a, a stronger connection between that bird story and Charlie because I'm not sure exactly when that came up in the timeline mm-hmm. when um, Mom was bringing that up originally. But it, right. ha- it had to be a, a right around the time when that the Charlie's group came up on the stadium, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So I don't know. Remember, um, Madison, well, that was, Maddie was talking to Charlie up on top of the wall and stuff like that. Well, that, sure that the scene with the with the bird that when Maddie was talking about the bird that was before they actually found the stadium. Was it? Yes, because that's okay. when she ran into Al the first time. That's right. Uh, okay, but you're right. but Alicia viewed well, it. Well, it was afterwards. all it was all at, overlapping at that point, wasn't right. it? Weren't the storyline timelines ever yes. overlapping? But at that Alicia. Point? Okay saw this video after the fact because remember she discovered that that her mom had actually talked to al at some time in the past and that's when because didn't the video say something like amina on it or something like that and it was just about that that bird so that's what made me draw or make that connection there yeah that's a good good observation okay well it is a good observation speaking of little tidbits what about the box of stuff? I, I know that was from the episode before, but uh, the box of stuff that Al and June come upon with all that. Remember, they. Like the they, angel box. Yes, they say take something and leave something. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. I completely forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I had forgotten about it too, but I was wondering. I mean, does it. Do you think that has anything to do with these people that we're going to be coming up on in the next episode? I think that's a mystery we get to find out okay. about. Yeah. I mean, because I, I. Yeah, there was no real context to it. No. So, to me, it was almost like um, when we started seeing some weird stuff about the wolves, mm-hmm. you know, and you're supposed to just say, whoa, what was that about? And then catalog it for later. Or the Terminus um, map. Yep. Right. Terminus map. Yeah. Stuff okay. like that. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, yeah, we'll just have to see. Wait, that's we'll a completely different show. What are we talking about? <laughs> well... Another element that I really loved in this episode was how they used the owners of the house to Uh tell the story Mm -hmm. and to move the story along. Yes. The best scene was after they, after Alicia had killed the four occupants, laid them out on the ground. And then the next image is of their family photo also laying on the ground Mm -hmm. and you can see who they are. And she throws it on the ground or knocks it on the ground. Yes. That's the mantelpiece. And, and then goes throughout the entire house and removes all the family pictures and takes them outside as well. So I thought it was really cool that they used that as a way for Alicia to be like, you know, I don't care. Like I I'm done with family. I don't want to be reminded of what I've lost and what I have missed out on. But then Charlie comes along and takes everything back inside and Mm -hmm. covers the bodies as like, like, these people meant something. These people are special. 
And then they even went went so far as to use Morgan's line of "You're not gone until you're gone," mm-hmm. right? Which right. was also very powerful. So, and it, I yeah. think it's it's kind of um, it's an eye opener to Alicia that, uh, and it, it communicates. It's Charlie's way of communicating, maybe not purposefully, but she does um, that. You know, she's not this ruthless little kid like those people were. You know mm-hmm. that she actually right. has some, has a heart because she's she's the one that's going around and and trying to care for you know the belongings of these people that used to live there in case someone else shows up and here well, Alicia's yeah. kind of the bad person at that point right yeah. and it, it part of me also feels like um, they were both um, over exaggerating their positions on this I mean for Alicia to almost callously throw them out into the mud like that and so forth was was her way of saying i don't feel anymore whereas Mm -hmm. charlie was trying to was working so hard to keep their memory alive because she was trying to overcompensate for the fact of all the bad shit she's done yeah and couldn't remember her own parents exactly well and uh, but alicia alicia i mean just lost her family so she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to be reminded of other people's happy families yeah she's shutting down trying to at least yeah, but yeah. we see that she can't do that. This episode, uh, more than anything, has made me feel very sorry for Charlie because I think Charlie is a victim of circumstance where with Ennis and what's-his-face, um, she, I feel like she did those things to Madison's family because she had to, basically, because she had a loyalty to these guys who basically saved her life. Mm-hmm. She's out there on her own as a child and has no idea what to do with herself. And, and then she's in, she ends up with this, with these people who she's totally destroyed because she's killed their family members Mm-hmm. And she's not that bad. She's not a bad person. She's just a kid. And she's just a kid who's trying to well, get and I think through. she really liked those guys. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't this, that they were protecting her or whatever. I think she really liked them and mm-hmm. they liked her. Well, I think so too. So that's what caused her to shoot Nick. I mean, yeah. You know, it just, she had, they had killed her friends. And she may have not known how final a decision that was when mm-hmm. she did that, too. Mm-hmm. Shot him. You know, that it That's actually good would point. kill him. Yep. Um, but it did take me a second time watching this mm-hmm. to even care about Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> That's just yeah. sad. <laughs> and I do feel bad. It's just a kid. But it's like, God, what a... Vicious well, little I kid. Thought, I thought uh, she that scene with Alicia um, ripping her through the door um, about all the bad stuff she's done and so forth was was you know was devastating for the kid. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, I mean, because she, you know, talking about the fact that Nick didn't just die, but he died in agony. Yeah. And he died feeling like his life was worthless because he couldn't save this kid. And, um, you know, and that and that Madison had died because Charlie had led those guys to their place. Yeah. And, you know, that had, you know, that had to be devastating for that kid to have it summed up so well. Yeah. And, you know, so kid is kind of I mean, through this whole season, she's kind of an enigma because she is so quiet. You don't really talk to her. And any time that she has talked she's been untruthful mm-hmm. um right. you know she's been misleading and to you know she uh was a traitor to maddie uh-huh. and them 
for right. you know the whole first part of the season. So yeah, I mean you're built up to not like this kid. So it's kind of hard to let go of that, and that's where Alicia's kind of making her transformation through the whole episode. So mm-hmm. agreed, agreed. Yeah, I think it. Um, I think the episode was was very. Um, I think it was strategic for those characters, and, and probably needed to an extent because I was starting to drift off as far as Alicia and. And I and I didn't care for Charlie at all. No. Um, now I feel like that they brought those two back into the storyline. You know what? It did not help Charlie's character hmm. when John made the Scrabble board and she ran off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that one <laughs> I still had, that, that has still had. Uh, I really still had a hard time figuring out where that angle was coming from. From her end. Yeah, yeah, because it, it made I mean, her seem like, okay, they're starting to get attached to me. I better get out of here. That's what it made me feel like about her. Right. But she had been attached to these other guys and so forth, so it's not like she doesn't make attachment with people. I know, yeah, but, but here they you, died. What yeah, if but, she gets attached well, so again what? and somebody dies? But here you have John also who's reaching out to her, trying yeah. to see the better side, and then also reaching out to June, and June's pushing him off. Everybody's pushing her, pushing John away. I know. Poor John. Poor dude. Maybe he's just boring. I don't know. He spent a lot of time making a Scrabble board. I mean, I guess that's kind of weird. No, it's not. Well, he did bring <laughs> extra sweet. Z's, though, in case she had a hankering for pizza. I, I did Aww, like, yes. Isn't that cute? I like mm-hmm. that line. John is the best. He's like the kind of guy you'd want, well, I was going to say, the kind of guy you'd want to date. Or like, have as your dad. Yeah. I like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You want to date him or you want to have him as your dad? Depends that's on a how old creepy. you are. Not going there. <laughs> My head just spun around. <laughs> I'm just he, a little bit him, creeped out right now. He uses words like chuckle-headed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's cute. John's the cutest. <laughs> John is a John is a great character. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Um. So can I bring up one of my pet peeves about this episode? It depends on if it's a good one or not. Is it a hit or a miss? Yeah. Are you going to do a hit or miss? Why don't you use it for that? I guess I could. There I'll you wait. go. Because right. okay. you're gonna, ha- yeah, we we know you're gonna have like five hits and seven misses. No, so. I'm not. That I'm could not. be your hook to keep listeners around. Okay, oh. stay tuned, and you'll hear what my miss is. Which could just okay. have been a pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's a miss. <laughs> I like it. Um, do you guys want to go ahead and take a break? Yeah. No, I think that sounds good. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with our hit and misses. You know, it's chuckleheaded. <laughs> So weary all of the time When he went away The blues walked in and met me Okay, we're back. Let's do our hit and miss segment. Um, okay, hey, before you like select Kim or myself, you get to give us your hit first this time. You never go first. It's all on you, bud. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Um, believe it or not, my hit for... The, uh, I'm, I'm choosing mainly the second episode for this, was the camera work. Um, hmm. I love the, the fact that the episode was almost in, just in black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the um, low, almost fisheye shots to some of the 
uh, scenes that they did. Mm-hmm. The the scene when um, when Alicia first walks into that bedroom that looks out on the on the pole walker, mm-hmm. yeah, was really <laughs> creepy. Because uh, yes. you know it was at that that long perspective with that small square at the end. Um, I thought they did a fantastic job. Even some of the scenes, like where they were nailing the shutters to the front of the place, it was done from it was done from very interesting angles. Mm-hmm. And um, in, and even you know it was even a little bit different than than they've done on some other episodes with this. So mm-hmm. I, I the the camera work and so forth, the lens work and all, I thought was fantastic in this episode. It really stood out. And I love the way that they blew away the letters at the beginning of the episode oh, in the storm. Oh, yes. Yep. Now, that was in the that second one, touch. right? Yes. They didn't yeah. do that in the first one. The first right. one was, it was just kind one. of building, and the second one was the blue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although I yeah, do have the to say... started blowing away in the storm. Uh, my hit was the storm itself, just mm. as a vehicle for the whole, you know, for the first two episodes. The only negative to me was that it went away so quickly, but I think... Yes, I agree. In the second episode, it was just kind of like all of a sudden it was over, and it was like, oh... No, what are you talking about? It lasted like all night. I know it lasted all night. Okay, but then it was just like, oh, okay, I guess the storm's over. When we're just dealing with those characters. Because we didn't really get to deal with the storm with the rest of them. Right. Well, it's kind of hard when you're focusing on two characters to jump. But I know what Stuart's saying, though, is there was such a buildup to the storm to have it over in just um, three quarters of an episode. You know, yeah, I thought the, maybe this we'd be seeing more people struggling with the storm and stuff like that. Yeah, you didn't see what happened with John and June but and the all those people. Aftermath is gonna. Yeah, you saw the bus was turned over and so, and that's why I, I think like in the next episode I was thinking, oh well, maybe we'll see what happened to them and that, but I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But they'll explain what happened, I guess. Yes. Yeah. But I, I like, yeah, I, I like the build up. I did like the the you know as you're going through the episode and and like you said, Scott, at the start, it was really cool to see. Um, you really don't know what's coming or how long it's going to last or how bad it's going to be, you know, like how, you know, how much Morgan was pleading with Alicia to, you know, take refuge somewhere. We got to get somewhere. But how do you know how bad it is? Mm -hmm. I mean, a bad thunderstorm can be really bad for like five minutes, you know, (laughs) but, but a hurricane uh, can be bad for many hours. Yeah. And I, I liked Alicia's, uh, I think, um, at one point Charlie said, well, how long is it going to last? And Alicia said, I don't know. I'm from California. (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah. Now it was it was. I, I liked the storm itself uh, to start the whole thing out, but I felt like it could have gone on a little bit longer. At the same time, if it went on longer, I don't know. Maybe I'd be complaining. You probably. How would. long is this freaking storm? You would. You'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> stop the storm I, but already. But I, I, I agree with you. I was a little disappointed when the storm was over. It was. Don't get me wrong. I was. I was. Ha- I was happy when Alicia and and uh, Charlie escaped from the basement, yeah. but. Next time you turn around, the storm's over, and I'm kind of like, man, you know, the storm stuff was pretty cool. Yeah. And it, it, it I mean, was... I'm also disappointed they didn't go to Galveston. No, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just, uh, not at all. The storm in this episode <laughs> was better than the storm in the Walking Dead episode with the tornado. Do you know Oh, uh, the walkers in the trees and stuff? The aftermath yeah. with the walkers in the trees, that was actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Right, right. With them getting stuck up there, but the storm, the storm lasted wasn't. longer. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, Kim, your hit? Um, so, my hit is actually the Galveston stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that Alicia showed her humanity when they were in the car and said, close your eyes and I'm going to take you to the beach. Mm. And mm-hmm. started telling her all about, all about it as like a, a meditation type thing. Right. 
The one thing that I did not like about it is that Charlie really got into it. it was like, hey, I see my parents. I remember what they look like now. Really? I don't think you do. Wow, that's <laughs> just, just kind of angry. Um, yeah, I actually that that would have like really that. ruined it if Alicia said that, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm not Alicia. Get the hell out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> You're going soft mouth. on me, kid. No, I actually like that part. Yeah, really. I do. The yeah. the the parent yes. part. Yes, uh, it's cheesy, but the rest of well, it, I it was, was cheesy. Really but I still liked it. Some cheesy things are okay sometimes. All right, yeah. I agree with Scott. I, I like that part too. Okay, because yeah. it was kind of wrapping the whole hey, thing up. Damn turtles made her sour, huh? <laughs> it was it was wrapping their whole like <laughs> connection up. I think. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> too much time on a fort in an island. Yes. I've been isolated too much. What is your miss? <laughs> uh, I think um, I'll have to draw my miss from the from the first episode, which was I, I just didn't care for the way that they were treating a Strand character. I didn't really give a damn about Lucy, Lucy's character, but I didn't like the way that they were, were treating Strand's character. Uh-huh. And I want to see that improve. Um, I had a series of misses that are all tied around the walkers. <laughs> some are we of talking which, logistics here, Stuart? You might be hitting on one of my misses then. Some of which we've already discussed. Walkers hitting the vehicle from the mm-hmm. platform right next to the vehicle. Walkers right. hanging out like fans <laughs> at the house, like waving <laughs> their arms in the air like they just don't care. <laughs> And then finally... I love when the window breaks and then all of a sudden they blow away. Yeah, exactly. It's like they they finally have a way in. It's like... (laughs) There's just some strong air conditioning in that place. Seriously. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, No, but finally was uh, when... I think it was June and Al were on the bridge. No, no, it was... uh, Oh! It was when... um, Sorry, John and Al and June were on the bridge. And all those walkers were uh, going down the creek underneath the bridge mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. Right. And, and they see all the birds and they're like yeah there must be something else amiss that was june and i've seen yes. a, i've Not seen john. a flock of birds like that leave out of a tree all okay. the time yeah but the birds thing is okay yes birds get spooked how the hell are all the walkers flying floating down the creek at that point how well, is they said it was because of the storm they were blowing yeah. them into the creek yeah but where's the storm what i oh, no. like <laughs> Right. Oh, it's a reach. Oh, Is this like reach. the only creek in the entire state? I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, there's they, like they no sign of the storm. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. There's if, no sign of the storm. If yet. you're in, if you're in Texas, well, the sign you. of the storm was the was the animals leaving, and that's like been stolen yeah. from a hundred different things, and yeah. they didn't do a very good job. But the, but why the why walkers aren't going to leave <laughs> because of a storm. <laughs> no, they just got blown into the water. No. No, no. They all got blown just into the water. That is the silliest thing <laughs> No, no, those are just I've the guys that got of. blown in the water. So implausible. That just seemed really weird to me. That was just yeah. like, why? What? Well, her, for her They're... to draw that conclusion was weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because she was like, I've seen this before. No, you haven't. No. <laughs> no, that was, that was silly. I mean, it wasn't like it was a huge flock of birds. No. Just... The birds yeah. thing doesn't bother me. But a bird's getting spooked because... There's something that your senses yeah. don't pick up on. There's one thing. All walkers floating down one stream is like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, you're, okay, for one thing, you're in Texas. Generally, generally, you can see stuff from pretty Miles far away. distance, mm-hmm. especially yeah. where they are. 
uh, and especially where they were. There was not like tons of vegetation around them at that point. Right. So if you're if you're seeing all these walkers go just down that one creek, you'd be able to see the storm. I think if that had any effect on what those walkers were coming from. Right. But yeah. anyways, anyways, okay. Yours, Kim. Oh, Kim, no, yours. What was, yes. yes. What was your miss? Mine is also a walker incident. Oh. Okay. And that is that the pole walker just happened to land on the door. It sounded like you said the po walker. A <laughs> pole. Pole walker. Got gotcha. you. Pole walker landed on the door, and suddenly they're just free as a bird. Oh right, and then they're well, like, I mean, it was convenient. <laughs> I think sure. that the thing that bothered me about that scene was that she that Charlie turned around and was like, that was the walker that landed on the door. Like they had to like. Yeah. Make the out. connection for yes. you. Yeah, I was like, okay, we're not that dumb. Yeah, exactly. To believe that you, all the walkers ended up in the creek. Yeah. I, I hate to do this, guys, but I just realized I have a big, big miss okay. on this show. Go for it. And it was the very end when all of a sudden, because of the destruction and so forth, Alicia's given up again. Oh, right. Yeah. She's just kind of like, we're never oh, gonna they're find all them. dead now. Yep. And they didn't even bother looking in the bus. I know. And, it's very and true. I was kind of like, that's a shitty way to end this episode. I mean, we've gone through all this this soul searching with these two and about, yeah. you know, life is is worth saving and all this stuff. And then you go to this and, and her, she immediately turns around and goes back to the old Alicia. Well, they're all dead. So let's just go somewhere else. I agree. That was pretty poor. Yeah, that was a t- that was a bad ending. That was a bad ending. I agree. Anyway, um, so Kimmy, do we have any listener comments that we might want to share? We do. Uh, from Joe Johnson, uh, this is through Facebook, isn't it? Yeah. Um, said, this might have been the worst fear episode I've seen in quite some time. <laughs> Charlie is responsible for multiple deaths, directly or indirectly, but somehow she's wearing armor, plot armor, that rivals an Iron Man suit. <laughs> I'm also not a fan of how Alicia is losing her mind and can't seem to pull it together years into the apocalypse. So in the words of the great thespian Cameron from Oscar-worthy film Paid in Full, people get shot every day, B. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but these are her family members that got shot this time, so it's a little different, I think. Yeah, sorry, Joe, I probably delivered that as good as my Sir Mix-a-Lot quote. Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) It was wonderful. From Emmeline Veltkamp, she said, Alicia, the character, just lost her last two family members within a couple of days, and watching Alicia, the actress's monologue, and actually push the character through the mourning she's been repressing for so long was spot on. Charlie, not a fan of the character, but she's a talented young actor. We really did not get to see her acting abilities in the first half, but this episode showcased them nicely. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to bring up something from last week's episode as well. Al's messy hair made me really happy. As someone who has a similar haircut, it always drives me nuts that it was perfectly styled in the front half of the season. Mm-hmm. Honey, you don't get it to look like that without a blow dryer, round brush, and product. <laughs> 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 that is uh, always my pet peeve, that any of the actresses mm-hmm. always have, one, their hair down, and it's perfectly coiffed, and two, that they all just look perfect. I know. You always get mad at me about that, too. I do. Because Stuart's always looking fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's a... Let's just move on. Um, Cash Cooper at Cash Coop said, um, This was an okay episode. 
I don't like what feels like an uh, immediate turn around for Morgan wanting to go back to Alexandria. I think we've discussed that, too. Mm-hmm. His reasoning needs to be better explained. Morgan spoke of telling Rick he was right, but I don't think he spoke of how his recent experience has influenced his desire to return to Alexandria. That's a really good point. Um, right. I mean, we, we know that he wants to go back and tell Rick that he was right and all, mm-hmm. but what exactly changed things? Him to make yep. Morgan want to have this. I, I agree. I think that that's not been explained very well. Um, he also he goes on to say, will Morgan ever make it back? Does the show become a party following Morgan East? <laughs> also, did did Morgan ever wear his wedding ring? Did he take his wedding ring with him? Well, I think no. I think they showed it in the uh, that first episode, episode mm-hmm. nine, the the wedding ring, him messing with the wedding ring. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Must have missed that yep. part. And uh, We Heart TWD off Twitter said both actresses were amazing, hands down. It was such a deep episode, and I finally felt like I could connect with Charlie. Alicia did the right thing. I think both Nick and Madison would want to take would want her to take care of Charlie and not kill her. Nick spent all of 4A wanting to save her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's kind of following in Nick's footsteps by taking her on. As like a little sister figure. Yeah, trying to honor honor the memory of, especially of Madison. Yeah, you know, of of trying to do the right thing and 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 be a rescuer. Um, It definitely um, shook her confidence in that when she when they got to the the um, what was a warehouse or whatever where the guy had been Mm -hmm. tacking the yeah because she's trying she's doing her best to try and save this guy and then and he turns out he's dead already right. And as she said, Madison, you know, mom would have gotten to him beforehand. So, yeah, Um, let's see. This one pertains to the first episode. Uh, Dennis Pierre said, I hope Morgan doesn't go back to D.C. Screw the walking dead. (laughs) Good man. Um, I want Morgan and John. I want the Morgan and John bromance to continue. John and or Morgan and John are better than Rick and Daryl. Oh, I totally agree on that. Yep. Rick and Daryl are stale now. Well, they're getting grunty all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> grunty. Oh. Yeah. They've been eating too much jerky, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sasquatch doesn't like that. Yeah. It plugged them up a little bit. Oh, <laughs> all right. Evan Brookman said about last week's episode Z Nation did Zornado Zomnados in season 2 I think apparently Zornados Zomnados whatever apparently neither show really had the digital effects budget to do them well I don't disagree with the premise I'm sure people in the plain states would have to deal with this dilemma while writing out the ZA I think I would have preferred a well told story about the day zombies flew versus a sort of poorly rendered visual I I think I I honestly did not think that the the storm itself was poorly portrayed I mean, like you said the coloring of the the video you know in the mm-hmm. uh, and, and when they when they're out there the, nailing, i would have made the rain sideways though i mean well really. no when 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 they were out there uh nailing the shutters it yeah. looked like i mean it was rough oh, yeah, or yeah. when morgan is chasing alicia and you yeah. know how he like pulls his shirt up you know and he's yeah. like cold mm-hmm. i mean that was I, you know you could get the yeah, feeling you could relate of, to that yeah you, you could, could relate to that the zombies hitting the side of the truck <laughs> yeah <laughs> that just was that was probably the, the only bad well part the worst it. part is that you can pretty much see the line that's attached to their waist on every single zombie that gets pulled backwards oh really mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now, oh, don't okay. get me wrong. The dude sliding across the ground was awesome. Oh, at the start? Yeah. 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 I thought that was I cool. Like I that, that was guy. Cool. Yeah. The yeah. rest of them were a bit cheesy. Well, he was like yeah. that commercial from the World, or, yeah, the World Cup, where that guy does mm-hmm. the knee slide. Oh, He's just sliding yes, around. the knee slide oh, yeah. all over the place. <laughs> That's a funny one. <laughs> Yeah, and we did. I mean, we didn't really cover uh, preacher. I think we are going to try and deal with that in the next week. Um, but uh, we, I think, Kim, you have not seen the last two episodes for preacher. Right. You haven't had time. You just got back. Right. Yesterday. Right. Yep. Um, but uh, Scott and I, I think I think we're both in total agreement that those were great. Um, those two episodes for preacher, I think, were very well done. No. Yeah. Like better okay. than fear. I enjoyed yeah. them more, but it's a completely different thing. It's a different, yeah. it's a, it's a it's completely a different, different entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree with you, Stu. I mean, I, I, um, I mean, if I have to put them side by side and stuff that I enjoyed that evening, it would, uh, Preacher would fall ahead of fear mm-hmm. on that. Uh, Preacher's a wild ride. It's not mm-hmm. a, it's not everybody's taste, but, um, it's definitely our taste, evidently. <laughs> um, it's, 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 you know, we always laugh or or discuss the the grossness of the uh, zombies on on the Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead and all. No, the stuff that's happening on Preacher is a hell of a lot more gross than yeah. what's oh, going yeah. on on this show. The All Father is the most disgusting thing ever. <laughs> no doubt. Ugh. Well, well, hopefully we'll be able to get back and um, especially after the final episode, come back and discuss the whole ending of that yeah. uh, season and uh, wrap it up and. I'm hoping we get to see another season next year. Well, we do have one comment from... Oh, excellent. From Joe Johnson. Uh, Joe Johnson said, I have a strong feeling Madam Langell and the All-Father are connected. Okay. Hmm. Um, They seem to both have an in-depth knowledge about Genesis and God missing. Do you think the All-Father has a direct line to hell too? Yes. I think they're all connected. Uh-huh. It's like a corporate conglomerate. You yeah. all you have friends in places that you probably shouldn't have friends. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, we've having seen the episodes, we know that that does get answered somewhat. Okay. Um, so we'll let you view that, but um, Kimmy, we're not going to give you the it. heads up on that. Thank yet. you. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, all this stuff is kind of intertwined. Cool. Yep. And so next week on Preacher which is going to be the final episode of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, Preacher Season 3, Episode 10, The Light Above. Jesse returns home for what he hopes is the last time, but angers Star and endangers Cassidy in the process. Tulip battles hell and the Nazis. Hmm. Wow. Tulip has gone far since I left. Yes. So let's talk about next week for Fear of the Walking Dead. Season 4, Episode 11, The Code. Morgan's journey is derailed by some new acquaintances. Okay, so like, yeah, like what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah I don't there's... think Morgan's going anywhere. Okay. Right now. Huh. So. Well, maybe the end of the season. Maybe. That's not too far off, though. I did see some photos on uh, Fear the Walking Dead AMC website, and it looked like these new acquaintances have beer. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> I saw six packs. Thank God. So they can't be all that bad, can they? No. No. Okay. Never. Well, we have to find out what they're drinking, though. They do set them up to not be very nice-looking people, though. Oh. Not looking. Okay. I mean, just like, could Grungy. be dangerous. Could be no. dangerous. Okay. 
kind of well, Portland-ish. I don't, I don't, did, did you not see? Did you guys not see the ending? Of the... I did. I really didn't notice them that carefully. Jeez. But. Well, you guys write into us and tell us what you think. You can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Fear Me Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody.